Hello, welcome to the Lone Show. I'm your host, John May Lone, and in this episode, I have brought on regular Eric Taylor. And as for our guest, he's from New York City. He has experience in business, education consultant. He's a writer, speaker, and teacher. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Andrew Shatkin. Well, I am very happy to have this opportunity to express my thoughts. In many times in our society, people are not heard, or the things they say don't want to be heard. But I'm willing to uh, enter into controversy or, or talk about anything you may want to. Oh, great. So, how's life? I hear what you said. How's life? How's life? Uh, ups and downs. Things are good. Sometimes things are bad. It's a tough world out there, you know? I think it's uh, competitive. Very competitive society. Uh, a very, a very propaganda. Uh, I think our society, let me put it this way. I don't think it's seen, at least in the United States, I don't know what it's like in the UK. There's not a great deal of thought and discussion. Not so much. Hmm. What is your take on that? I mean, I don't know. It's, um, I mean, my life in general is pretty all right. Um, I mean, COVID restrictions are starting to lift. Um, life is life in general is just doing all right. I mean, other than the you know what going on in Eastern Europe, it's all it's all right, I guess. Well, let me get, let's enter into something that you would you really are you willing to enter into a political discussion? Hmm. Like on Ukraine. I mean. I might to ex to I might to some extent, but I I don't know much of it enough to actually briefly talk about it. Well, why do you think the Russians have invaded you? Hmm. Oh no, I have no idea. They they want the territory. I mean, they just they just want to bring the boys back. But, uh, I guess so, right? Yeah, I got, I mean, unfortunately, that's, that isn't going well for Putin. Unfortunately, uh, it's all it's all coming down. Uh, the econ- economy's screwed. Uh, most of it, most of its trade deals is chugged in the bin. Um, uh, most of most of its weaponry is getting it's getting snatched by the Ukrainians. But yeah, it's not looking good for Russia. And uh, I mean, not all Russians are. Eric just left. But yeah, I mean, and even though this, what's going on right now is pretty awful, I didn't, I never want this war to happen, but hopefully in the end, we could all, we can all live in peace again, like we always should. I hope so. But there doesn't, let me put it this way, there doesn't seem to be a great deal of peace around. Yeah. People are always fighting each other, murdering each other, trying to try, competing with each other, trying to get things more than other people have. That's the way it is. Mm-hmm. I'm not personally. I'm not like that, you know. But um, as you say, I think the Russians want to go into Ukraine because first of all, it was part of Russia a few years ago, wasn't it? Yeah. There was a thing called the Soviet Union or the United Socialist 
something. I, I, I don't know the full acronym, but it used to be the Soviet Union, also known as the USSR. It was like a group of countries, like one massive federation, and somewhere in the 90s, uh, everyone just like declared their autonomy, independence, whatever, and yeah, this, most of those countries are doing their own thing. And then, uh, yeah, that's pretty much... Well, let me ask you this. Uh, how do you feel about capitalism and socialism or communism? Do you think communism is good? Yeah, communism to some extent is all right. So is capitalism. I don't, I don't mind what economical factor is better or whatever. If whatever works, it works. Yeah, he was on a motorcycle when he was riding a bike. Ah. Yeah, so if you can't call back. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Oh, all right. Well, that was interesting. So, Andrew, hope you don't mind me asking, uh, what do you do for a living? I am a writer and speaker, and I also do tutoring and teaching. That's basically what I do. Okay, cool, cool. And um, how how long have you been doing that for? I've been doing that since uh, 2017. Before that, I was in legal practice. I may, I'm a lawyer. I may resume that work. But I like what I do in terms of speaking engagements and writing books and writing articles and um, having discussions like I have with you, you know? Hmm. I like that. Yeah, that's great. I like to hear what other people have to say. Yeah, I can see that. Great. So, well, what what books have you written recently? I have written... Uh, I Let me put it this way. Uh, I, uh, I hope you won't get angry about this or disagree with it, but I am a, a Christian, uh, for better or for worse. Okay. And I've written Christian books such as Essays in a Christian Worldview, Essays in Faith, Culture, Politics, and Philosophy. I wrote a book on the parables. I've recently written a book on the Psalms. Uh, I would hope that these books are have some thoughts in them that are valid. You don't have to. When I when I when I give these views and religious views, I'm not asking anybody to agree with me. Okay, that's but, fair. But I'm I am asking people to think about it. I I see where you're coming with going through with this. It's uh, it's nice you're being open about this and giving people to express their opinions. And I also have written law books, select legal topics, volumes one and two. Okay. And I I have recently um I've recently written, I'm writing a book on my blog. I've written about nine hundred blogs. I'm writing four books on the content of those essays. I'm, I'm planning a book on the miracles in the Bible. I'm planning a, I've written a, a chapter on uh, in New York family law and practice on paternity. Uh, I've written a chapter on evidence in New York vendors consolidated evidence. And I've written a book on New York jurisprudence on criminal law. So I've been doing that for a while. Hmm, that's nice. So, uh, what what was life for you before that? I was a lawyer. Okay. Practicing law. All right, can you tell me more about that? Yeah, I was mostly in criminal law and in employment law. 
Uh, I'm not doing that right now, but I may, I may go back to it because I enjoyed it. Oh. Uh, and um, uh, I think uh, legal legal work is, is fascinating. Take something like criminal law and criminals. Well, I mean, I've run into a lot of criminals and they are rather nice people. Uh, they're all right. They've just made a decision that they don't want to work in the regular workforce. They'd rather do things illegally and take the risk of uh, being arrested and put in jail. Hmm. Uh, they're not, they are actually in many respects, they're very personable people. I think they are criminal, you know. I also have done an employment law, which is in the United States, a lot of, I don't know how it is, you're in the UK, right? Yeah. A lot of people are easily fired from their jobs in the United States. Uh, and um, I, re I represent people who are who have been fired illegally and unjustly, mostly for reasons of discrimination. We have a big, uh, big uh, to do in the United States about discrimination. We're living in a diverse society. We don't believe correctly that people should be discriminated. I agree. I, I don't like. I'm. I am in opposition to race prejudice and any kind of prejudice. So I'm against discrimination. Okay, that's great. So, what 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 other things specifically that you've done throughout your whole life up until this point? Well, I like to read. I like books and literature. I like to read books. I spend a lot of time reading books. I have to say this. You tell me if you agree with me that. People don't read books all that much anymore. Yeah. Is that true? Mm -hmm. That's definitely true. They don't? You're not... You don't think they do? Well, I mean, not, not not many many people read books, but there are some that do read books, but not not a huge majority of people read books. Why do you think that people don't read books anymore? Well, mainly because people are more attached to what goes on the internet, social media, news articles, whatever. Right. Or they may, maybe they watch TV, cable TV, or they go to movies. In other words, they, they are focused on images rather than print, correct? Yeah, absolutely. You know, so what do you think of that? You think you can learn, you think you can really learn anything from a TV show or a movie? What are you going to learn? Well, it, it depends on the show. There are many shows that have, have educational value. And, but there are other shows that are just very, very amusingly it's entertaining to watch. So it depends on what what is shown to the people. Do you believe? Do you believe that it, that people should? Do you do you see people with more education as people that you would favor as opposed to people who have less education, who you may not not favor? For example, you may not want to favor a construction worker. Personally, I don't, I don't make that distinction. I think physical work is fine. No. Yeah. That person earns his living, and that's it. Yeah. But um, many people will not favor, they will not respect a sanitation man mm. or a construction worker. Yeah. But they may, they may respect a scientist or a writer. I, I'm not so sure that's really good. Yeah. It's it's hard to tell about someone's intelligence based off the profession that they work in. 
people people have different smarts in different areas or fields. Some people are more some people are smart academically or someone's more practically smart or someone is has like a huge intelligence on how to read people's emotions. There isn't there isn't just one measurement of intelligence. There are multiple measurements of intelligence that some people may be stronger than other people. And just by the appearance and the profession they work in, it it's really hard to tell what That's how right. strong intelligence people have. That's right. It's true. I don't believe a person who does physical work is any less or more intelligent than a person who does more paperwork, say. Exactly. Uh, hey, Andrew, uh, if you don't mind me asking, how old are you? If you don't mind me asking. How old am I? 68. Yeah. Wow. Uh, okay. <laughs> wow. It's okay. There's no, it's no, it's no mystery about it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So... What was life? No, I don't. I don't think a person who does construction work or who uh, does sanitation work or is a police officer is any less or more intelligent than a scientist or a writer or a person who does mental work. Yeah, it's just the kind of work they do, and how good they are at it. That's right. We need. We need. I think we need as much plumbers and carpenters. And, and sanitation men go for one day without the garbage being picked up and our society would fall apart. Absolutely. You know, so these people are very essential. Absolutely. Maybe more essential than some guy in an office answering the phone and throwing around papers. What do they do? <laughs> yeah. Like people in healthcare. I don't think they're all that essential. Yeah. I suppose you need people to answer the phone and go to meetings and, and shuffle papers. I, I guess you need that, correct? Yeah. But I'm not sure that their work is any more important or less important than any other kind of work. Yeah. Different works come our, in all shapes and sizes. Our society accords those white-collar people more respect, I think, than blue-collar people. Yeah. What do you think of that? You think that's good? Yeah. It's nice to have people who have have experience in different things. And we all have different... We all need different people to work different things. Otherwise, society itself may not function properly. We're like, we need people in healthcare to, like, take care of us. We need, like... We need, like, a police force to make sure we... Uh, just like maintaining the peace in in our local neighborhood, so that people just you know don't break any certain laws or do anything stupid. And we also need people working at a at five local fire stations, like take to re to like save people's lives or uh to just deal with any fire fire hazards that people have, like uh, cooking right. or whatever. Well, it's very true. That a person who is in the fire department, who is in the army, who they are making our society functional. Yeah. And they're very important. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm not convinced. As I said to you, I have reached the conclusion. Well, first of all, a lot of people... Let me put this, I, I don't want to make a sexist statement, okay? 
But I think this statement is true. Many women will go for a guy in a nice suit. Correct? Yeah. Yeah, I actually agree with that. They favor that kind of person. Is it because they think that person has money? Well, sadly, yes. It is a sad truth that most women just want guys that are either good looking or has loads of money to like, so they can get basically get. I I don't know how to I don't know how to put it, but some women even like people who are just good looking or just have loads of money because they they want to you get. You think that you think that both women and men go for looks? I don't. I don't know. I try to remain uh, neutral about everything. And yeah. I feel like it's. I feel like men and women go for looks too. Yeah. They do. Yeah. The uh, thing is, looks, you have to say this about, about looks. First of all, they don't inform me about that person in the least. I'm sorry. You know, the fact they have some, some looks or they have nice clothes, to me, that's not very important. But I guess to some people it is. You know? Yeah. I don't really think it's important how the person looks or or what their clothes are. You know, but many people that's essential. It's critical. Yeah, it's a sad reality we live in. So will a woman go for a guy who's messy? Mm-hmm. Will a woman go for a guy who's messy and dirty? I- I'm not sure how to respond no. to that. I don't. I-, I don't think so. I mean, I wouldn't go for a. I wouldn't go for anyone who's dirty, dirty, to be honest. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, wouldn't either. Th- th- there has to be a uh, line. I, there I, has I, to be a line that's I mean, drawn like on height. Sorry, go on. I feel like that's not really sexist. I feel like that's not really sexist. That's just, that's just like, because who would go for someone who's dirty? Well, really? well, you don't know. There, so there could be many reasons why a person is messy. Uh, it could be they don't have much money. It could be they don't have a job and they uh, can't keep themselves together. It could be a lot of reasons. They could have lost their job. They could lack money. They could have a mental problem that prevents them from being neat and clean. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so I'm not going to I don't believe in making a judgment on someone on that basis. Mainly because I don't know them. You don't know why they came to be that way. Yeah. You'll never know. Some people will never know why people in the, are in the situation that they're in right now. Yeah, you'll never know what that person's life is, was like. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I don't think so. So I try not to make judgments on people on that basis. You know? And actually, I've met a number of people in very nice suits that are awful people. So... That's, uh, I don't know if they're awful, but they're not very nice. Mm-hmm. They may be arrogant, egotistical, whatever. Yeah. They, they might be. So, what was life for you growing up? Uh, I had a, I came from a, uh, let me say, I came from a professional family. My mother was an English teacher and a librarian. And my father was a lawyer. So I came from a professional context. And um, my mother had a great, 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 great emphasis on books and literature, which is why I like books and literature. Uh, And she had a great, great, great interest in that kind of thing. 
She also liked classical music. She had a great interest in that. So I kind of picked up on those things. I personally, I like classical music. You know, I like Bach. I like Beethoven. I like Mozart. I like those people. You know, yeah. that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that what I like is is the answer. It's not. You can like pop music just as much and enjoy it just as much as classical music. You can read the newspaper just as much and enjoy it as much as books. You can watch TV and learn as much as you can equally from all these sources. Yeah. These are very good points you made. I like that. No, I don't think I have all the answers. A lot of people think that what they may think and like is the answer. I don't think it is. Hmm. I think people have different things they like. They have different tastes. They have different things they're attracted to and want to do. People in sports make a huge amount of money in professional sports. They make a lot more money than some guy who's reading and writing. They do very well. And being a sports figure is very difficult. It's very demanding. It's very competitive to be in professional sports. So those people do fine. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Yeah, they do. They do great. They do a lot better than me. I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. In terms of money. Yeah. Do you think money is the answer? I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I'm not sure how to know about what money is the answer to, but there has, at some point, money can be like useful to some extent to pay off, well, well, there has to be some form of trade in in exchange for goods and services. So, so in some cases, yeah, maybe money can be the answer to some things, but not everything. Money can't buy you happiness. Money can't buy you anything that is non-physical or non-existent. Money is only good for, like, exchanging for goods and services. That's about it. Yeah, or food. Yeah, that too. Mm. <laughs> well, money is, is, you need it. It makes your life easier. If you have money, I think your life is easier than yeah. not having money. But I don't, I don't think it's the, a source necessarily of great happiness. But it, you need it. Yeah. Right? You, yeah, you need it to, like, to buy essentials like food, um, drinks. That's right. Pay, paying, paying off your bill. Well, That's right. Yeah, just get just pay off all the essential stuff that you need to like live, have a shelter under your roof, and probably to some right. extent survive. And if you have enough money, you can have more of that. Yeah, you or can have a, a a big beautiful house, a bet or better quality of the a, things you have right you now. You can have a Lexus. Yeah, you can have a BMW. Mm-hmm. So they say those things won't won't make you happy, but actually, they might contribute to your happiness to some extent mm-hmm. so um if so if your mind was an island what would it look like if what what are you what are you asking me if your mind was an island what would it look like um it's hard to say 
I very hard, very difficult to answer that question. Uh, I think that um, the mind can only function. You can't function on a soul basis in your mind. And therefore, being on an island with your mind, I don't think would get you anywhere. I think you have to have connections with people. You have to have connections with, with ideas, with connections. You have to have some sort of connections. And being on an island by yourself, I don't know whether you would be, you're suggesting that I'd be by myself, but I don't think your mind would work too well. I don't think so. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I guess so. To some extent. Wait, wait, what? I'm sorry. I, I, have no idea what's going on. I've, my, my brain just like switched off all of a sudden. I'm, I'm sorry. I just. Oh boy. Uh, are we still talk? Are we still talking about the island mind thing? Um, I don't. I don't think he had an answer to that specifically, but, uh, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> oh, oh man! So, so Andrew, do do you have any pets? Pets, no. Okay. Uh, have you ever thought of getting one? Mm, I, I like uh, dogs. I never thought of getting one, but I guess I could get one. Okay. Sorry, sorry. I, I'm. I can't. I can't control my laughter. It's. Um, I'm dying inside. <laughs> So, so what do you do in your free time? I told you I do like reading. Oh yes, I, I do like. I do also. I like socializing. Okay. Uh, with with people who uh, I feel are worth knowing. And let me put this way: I don't think I'm superior. People may have a tendency to come to believe. I think it's true. It's a temptation that they are great and superior. That is ridiculous. That's why I like to socialize with people. And the other day I went to a Mormon church. And I, I learned about the Mormon thinking on issues. That was fine, you know? Yeah. So I don't mind meeting people and talking to them. And have, I like having friends. Yeah. Yeah, I like having friends too. I do like a bit of socializing, but there are times I just, you know, just have a little space to myself. It's like back and forth between an introvert and extrovert, and so on and so forth. That's right. Yeah. I like to uh, talk to. I like to talk to people. Yeah. I like to get their views. I get like to hear their ideas about them. Mm-hmm. As I said to you, I don't think it's ridiculous that for you and me or anybody to think that I have all the intellect and all the answers and everything to say. Yeah. I move beyond that. It's not true. And I don't buy into it. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind what people say. It's just, it's just whatever. Just, I'm just pretty much chill about most a lot of things. I like to learn from other people. Uh, I meet a scientist, for example. Mm-hmm. I like to talk to him and understand what that person is doing in their field. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I meet an artist, I'm interested in what that person may be doing or, or painting or producing, uh, yeah. because these people are creative, they're yeah. contributors, and I, I, like to, I like to know them. If I have the opportunity to know them, I like to get to know them. Yeah. So, 
Have you have you travelled anywhere? Yes, I have. I've been to Europe a number of times. I've been to. As a matter of fact, I'm going to Germany in August uh, with my family, and uh, I have travelled in Europe extensively in Italy, Belgium, Spain, uh, UK, various places. I've travelled to Mexico, uh, so I've been most mostly in Europe, Canada. Okay. Mostly, mostly in Europe, though. Great. Uh, is there any places you really want to go back again? Yes, I enjoyed I enjoyed Germany, and I enjoyed um, Italy. Italy's a, a wonderful country. Oh yes. The only problem the yeah. only problem with Italy, I'll tell you one thing. You tell me if I'm wrong. I could well be wrong. Italy is not a country where people. It's easy to get a job. I don't think so. Hmm. I think it's uh, poor, basically. Oh, okay. I think people, I mean, yeah. You know, I mean, there are there are some places in Italy that maybe a bit run down, but that's like mostly in the south of Italy. In the north, that's I mean, a different. In the north of Italy, it's a different story. There's, there's like, there's there's basically a lot of upper class Italians up there, especially along the borders of Austria, Switzerland, and all those other places, because th- their local economies are doing pretty well for themselves, and it's. Subsidizing most some some of Italian economy. I've been to Austria. Economy. I've been to Switzerland. I've been to Austria. I've been to Switzerland, and you named another place. I don't remember. Okay. But uh, I like Austria. The, actually, Switzerland. Switzerland is really rather wealthy. Oh yes, Switzerland's a great place. And I think that um, Austria also is. The people are quite well off. Yeah, Austria has a lot of things going for themselves. Especially that massive social housing, which is like has like high end class facilities. I don't know how they do it. It's just amazing. I would love to live in Austria because they have a lot of great facilities. I love that. Well, the people in Austria, I think in Austria and Switzerland and Germany to some extent, France is. I've been to France a number of times, and people tell me who live in France, French people, that the system is very tough. Okay. That's what they tell. That's what they tell me. Hmm. It's not easy, but in Austria and Switzerland, and and certainly there's some extent in Germany, there's a lot of social social help given to people. Yeah. And in and Holland, I've been to Holland. There's a lot, a tremendous amount of assistance, social social assistance given to people. Oh yeah. If you have, if you don't, have, if you lose your job, you can be funded for a long time. Yeah, and given an apartment in Holland, and maybe in Austria and Switzerland too. Yeah, they'll fund you for a long time. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty useful. So well, they, uh, the people who live in those places, they, uh, they're better provided for than in some other places. Mm-hmm. Their lives are are made somewhat easier. The United States is a capitalist country, and we don't give people a great deal of social help. Not that much. Hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, that's all we have for this episode. It was great having you, Andrew, talking about uh, your work as an author and uh, pretty much a, a, a lot of things discussing about politics, religions. Oh, wow, you you you're quite the chatterbox. It's t- oh man, it, it was great having you. That was a lot to talk about. Honestly, well, it was great. It was great having you here, Andrew, and uh, I'll hopefully uh, see you around. Uh, yes, definitely. Actually, you mentioned something. I'm not pushing the envelope on this, Peter. And you, you wanted to be a co-host. You wanted me to be a co-host. 
Uh, yeah, we might think about it. Uh, there are there are other applicants we're looking at, but yeah, we might get back to you on that. All right. Well, it's not your decision. Like I said, I'm not putting yeah. the envelope on it. Okay. You that's mentioned cool. it, so naturally, I was interested. Okay, that's cool. And then, and until next time, stay tuned for more. <laughs>